Good morning. Today is Thursday, March 11th, 2021. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopian News. And here's what's happening in the news today. Massachusetts is finally launching a pre-registration system to schedule appointments for the COVID-19 vaccine. This program starting tomorrow will allow all residents to simply go to the website, input their information, and then receive weekly updates if they are eligible or not. Similar systems have been used to great effect for months now in other states, and I recommend starting tomorrow, everyone goes to the mass.gov website, click the tab for COVID-19, navigate to find the pre-registration system, and on top of continued deliverance to find your vaccine any way you can, this will at least be an additional safety net that hopefully will alert you when your time is up. However, once you receive the go-ahead to book your appointment, the booking linking code will only be active for 24 hours. And if you fail to register, you will then just be placed back in line. So if you don't yet, it might be a good idea to start checking your email a couple times a day. Anissa Asabi George secured a very influential union endorsement today with the Massachusetts Nurse Association coming out to support her mayoral bid. Quoting now from MNA President Katie Murphy, MNA nurses and healthcare professionals are proud to endorse Anissa Sabi George for Boston mayor because she stands with us for safer patient care and more equitable public health. I certainly did not see uh, the MNA coming out to support Anissa Sabi George. I'm curious what her stance is on the current strike in Worcester. And considering she doesn't have a policy page up, I can't tell you how she is deemed as being better on safer patient care, safer staffing limits than any other candidate. And I'm curious if people will look more into why exactly they chose to endorse Anissa. A month after Charlie Baker returned the climate bill to the legislature with a host of amendments, lawmakers today opposed to take up the bill and reject some of his more substantial changes. This written in an article by David Abel from The Globe. While they're going to agree on some smaller technical matters, legislators opposed to reject amendments that would lower the target for reducing emissions by the end of the decade, being one of the big debate points of whether or not we will be cutting 50% below 1990 levels by 2030, or 45%, as Baker had pushed for. The bill seeks to put Massachusetts on a path to effectively eliminating all of its carbon emissions by 2050, and calls for increased energy efficiency requirements, requiring utilities to buy more power from offshore wind farms, and has different development uh, and building standards. So let's see what the Massachusetts Democratic Party ends up fighting for. As again, I remind everyone, they have a supermajority and do not need to do a single thing that Charlie Baker tells them to. Right-wing hate group symbols have been popping up on the North Shore, with stickers for the White supremacist group Patriot Front being found in North Shore communities, including Peabody, Beverly, and Salem. The Anti-Defamation League classifies Patriot Front as a white supremacist group that espouses anti-Semitism, racism, and intolerance. I actually found one of these stickers on my street as well here in Dorchester. 
and I recommend rubbing your thumb on the top to make sure that there is nothing hidden underneath the sticker and then scraping it off at your own extent. And also according to the ADL, the most active white supremacist groups here in Massachusetts are Patriot Front, NSC 131, also known as the National Socialist Club, not our type of socialist, and Revolt Through Tradition. So stay on the lookout for these right-wing hate groups, as I'm sure this is a movement that is not going anywhere anytime soon. Massachusetts liquor store sales were booming over the past year, with Massachusetts officials report that liquor delivery sales increased 300%, and the Department of Revenue showing a significant rise in the excise taxes that we collect on alcohol, going from $45.5 million at the end of 2019 to just under $48 million by the end of 2020, which is a 5% jump and is more than double the rate of increase for the prior three years. This is, of course, rather predictable given the fact of how many people stayed at home, dealing through the crisis of losing loved ones, dealing through the economic strain caused by the COVID-19 pandemic and the failures of our federal and state response. And most people choose substance abuse to deal with that increased insecurity and alienation. And points to the much larger health ramifications that go beyond the virus itself that we'll be dealing with for years, if not decades to come. And that's going to do it for today. I miss being in Boston, but I am enjoying my exile to Haverhill, Massachusetts. So I hope you are all doing well down in the city. Take care and have a great rest of your day.